Hey, what's happening, everyone? Welcome to episode number 14 of the Lifting Ugly podcast. This Damn. is a podcast so sick. Get this? Even Magic Johnson couldn't be cured. <laughs> so I am I am Craig and the man to the right of my screen, but to my mm-hmm. left, yep. something like that, is none other than... It's your boy, Alki. What's up? All right. So 14 episodes in. That's not uh That's not quite crazy. That is. We're, we've actually stuck to it. It's impressive. <laughs> Our attention span has gone that long. <laughs> we've... <laughs> We we haven't missed a week, and no. I I have to say I'm I'm really proud of us. We're we're doing well. Mm. We're making we're making moves. Big things are happening. Oh yeah! So everyone, round of applause for us. We're awesome. Just kidding. Yeah, it was loud, man. Did you hear all that? I did. That's why I golf clap. <laughs> you don't want to take away from everyone else's applause. I mean, that would just be. <laughs> we just have thundering claps in your ears. <laughs> All right. So, how's every how's your your last week been? Uh, good. Training was phenomenal. Um, everything was going nice and smooth. Things are coming together. Pain is subsiding. The only thing is, uh. If you can't hear it, um, my voice is uh, quite raspy right now. Like you smoked a few packs of cigarettes this morning. Or um, yeah, it's from yelling at dumb drunk people. <laughs> That'll do yeah. it. That'll do it. Yeah, like consistent <laughs> nights in a row. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My throat and then is you're... hurting. <laughs> you're not, and so you told me you're going, and this this is something I got to find out more about. You're going to Big Bear, so you're obviously not working tonight. No, we're leaving. Oh gosh, what time is it right now? Eleven oh six. We're leaving at like one fifteen. And so, for anyone who doesn't know, Big Bear is a mountain town where there's a couple ski resorts. So I have to. Are you are you going? Uh, are you going to be on the mountain? Oh no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> My ankles are made of glass. Why would I do that? <laughs> All right. I just, you know, I I was picturing 320 pound you going whipping down the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just nailing then, kids. <laughs> just plowing through, just like just shooting up mm-hmm. everywhere. No, uh, our good friend Zoe is a uh, real estate agent and she, this is like a trial run for her Airbnb. So we have eight of oh, us okay. going. She gave us a super killer rate and, uh, we're kind of doing it just to get out of town for the weekend and have like a a, a friends celebration, if you will. Ooh, a friends celebration. I know. <laughs> just some going on. There's friends. <laughs> just a bunch of dudes. <laughs> just growing out all weekend. Just growing out with their guys, you know? Yeah. Just, you know, shirts off and just letting them <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, so lifting. So you're you're still kind of you're increasing your your weights though. Like your deadlift is going. You're working a little more on that, right? Yeah. So deads are actually probably the slowest moving one right now, which is kind of ironic because usually deads are my most explosive lift. But uh, 
I was talking with Ryan this week and I was rewatching some of my videos and for those that don't know me personally or have seen me in person, um, I have a little bit of a tummy. Um, it's getting smaller. <laughs> it's getting smaller. Disclaimer. Um, but with where I wear my belt, <clears throat> it's hard for me to get into my starting position. So my, my side shoulder is a little bit too far forward and my shoulder blades are a little bit too far forward. And that's what made my back freak out. So we're just doing beltless stuff for a while so I can kind of rebuild that lower back, build that foundation better and uh, see what we can do beltless for a bit until the weight comes off. But um, bench is still moving phenomenally. Um, squats are honestly surprising me. I didn't think I was going to hit that 470 for four on that on the SSB last night. And he's kind of giving me wiggle room with um, – where I place my weights for my back down sets. So we were supposed to do it oh, at like okay. 325, but things were moving so fast. He was like, fuck it, just go to four. So we hit my last top set of back downs for a set of four at four, and it moved pretty solid. Nice. Yeah. I had, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. My squats on Tuesday, Keenan was there. So big baby Keenan was we, hanging we, out while. When uh, I was squatting, and so as I was warming up, um, just you know, because this is the way it goes, somebody decided they wanted to come look at look at the gym and walk around uh, and be shown around. And that's your luck. So, yeah, the good news is they signed up, so nice. that's money for the gym. It was worth it. But yeah, twenty minutes later, I yeah, I go to put like the three twenty five on my back again. My knees are screaming at me, and I'm like, well, I guess we're staying here. We're gonna stay here for a few sets and just kind of hang yeah. out. And so that was kind of crappy. I cut my bench day short yesterday um, because it was our anniversary, and so I was like, "Well, I don't want to spend all day at the gym. I want to get home." So that way, basically, more than anything, I just didn't want to get in trouble for not being available. Yeah, you got husband so. stuff to do. Yeah, so it kind of took priority yesterday. So I just did. <laughs> oh, it, darn. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> it, it, yeah. I would have actually, I would rather finish my bench. Uh, right <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so I just did. I just said, I set it at 225 and just, I <clears throat> went for as many reps as I could do. So I warmed up with 15, then I did 30, and then I did 20. Gross. So, yeah. So my chest is actually sore just from doing well. And then I did close grip after that. So it, it actually, it, uh, it hit me pretty good. So I was surprised. And then my, uh, deadlifts today, I, I don't know if you saw the video, I posted it just like with you in mind with the way I put yeah. the plates on. Did you see it? <laughs> I did not. What would you do? Oh, okay. Uh, there were silver plates that were just kind of like one was like the second one in, the other one I was like you. on the very end. I, I hate you so much. <laughs> I was like, I'm not posting this 405 for reps because it's any bit impressive. I'm doing it just because I know it'll bother oh some people. Oh my god, that shit drives me bonkers. It needs to be in a uniform order: silver first, then black, or black first, and then silver. That's right. We have to be. We have to show equality. Either black first or silver yeah. first. Yeah. But I had a I had a message from good old Randy, and he's like, yeah. he just he just sent me a message, and he's like, I don't get it. And I said, what pussy or respect? 
And he said, well, yeah, <laughs> neither one of those either. But <laughs> Shut the fuck up. it just like his question just took me right to how high and yeah. comment on there. That's so um, great. <laughs> he's like, well, yeah, I don't get those either, but I don't get the video. Oh. And so I had to explain it to him. And good Lord. Yeah. How have you not seen that movie first off? Well, I think he knew he knew that reference, but oh, he didn't. Okay, he, okay, good, 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 he didn't. Good. He didn't get the he didn't get yeah. the the mismatch colors thing. And dude, that because uh, he's he, no, he's the type it. of person that would probably have like the rubber forty fives, the bumpers, and steel like just all just mismatched together. And then managed to break the mirror behind him, or drop a bench bar on his head, or or drop know. a squat bar on his face while he's benching. Yes. Because yes. I have walked, I have walked in on him benching with the squat bar on the rack. Oh my god, that's a grown man. Kinda, yeah. That's he fair. is, he is of a grown man age. We'll give him that. Oh, but Randy, yes. Randy is one of the best sports on the planet. So I will give him mm-hmm. that. He is. Oh, he so, takes our shit. Yeah, so <laughs> that, that's cool. why that's why I like talking shit about Randy is because he's a really good sport and he'll dish it out mm-hmm. and he'll he takes it like a champ. Yes, yes, he does. So that was that was the extent of my lifting this week, and then I go in going to work tonight, and so I'll be working. I, I traded you spots; you get the night off, and I'll be at work. I'm not jealous. You know, it's not bad. I have to say, like. Last weekend, you know, because I worked Saturday, you know, we did the podcast Saturday during the yeah. day, and I was like, oh, man, I've got to work. And I was kind of, uh, yeah, me, me, poor me. And, and so I get up there, and basically it's every, once every hour I get, I have to walk around location to make sure everything's still going the right way. And then all the time in between that, like, I watched all the NFL playoff games while I was up yeah. there. I, You know, I took some, you know, probably four to five six ish like 45 minute long naps you know that's not bad so i was like this isn't so you know i can deal with this but that's not bad i mean i got holy crap so one of our bars is a uh it's a 49ers bar so of course the last game oh my god we had uh (laughs) we were at half just after halftime we had 1200 people in the it was holy shit that is nuts it was nuts, like wild. <laughs> well, I'm sure that, especially the way that game ended, I'm sure that bar was a little crazy. That uh, no, that game was nuts. Like that, that was actually every time I turned because I was working the door, so every time I turned around, to kind of pop my head around and watch the game for half a second. It was a uh, quite thrilling. Yeah, and I know you're not a big sports dude, but hey, you yeah. know what? Sports ball, okay? Sports ball, go sports ball. Yeah, I just want both teams to have fun. That's all. Yeah. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's, everyone's a winner having fun. Everyone's a winner. Yeah. <laughs> but all four, all four of those games last weekend were were pretty. They were a lot of fun to watch. So it added some excitement to a work day, that's for sure. And then I'm sure having drunken fans around you was added its own level of excitement. Um, yeah, one of the guys tried to fight uh, our lead security guy, and just it was it was hilarious. The guy was like. A five six fat as fuck black guy who was just running his mouth and, and like, tried to shove one of us. We're like, uh, no, get the fuck out of here! Like off you go there, <laughs> little ball. Yeah, like get out of here. 
Put three holes in you and throw some pins. <laughs> All right. So those that don't know, I'm coming to you from Western Colorado, city of Grand Junction. Grand Function. In the gym known as Monument Fitness. If you place. want to kind of see what Monument Fitness is a little bit about, you can go to the website, which is monumentfitness.com or Instagram page at monument.fitness. I know the first first 12 episodes I had it wrong on there because that's how much yeah that's how much <laughs> I pay attention. I I forgot the dot in the in the in the Instagram handle. That's great. So anyone all those people out there those hundreds and hundreds of listeners that we don't have that we're trying to figure out what the gym Instagram address is, I apologize. It's right now. monument.fitness and you can find us there. Oh yeah. If you want to get a hold of me or Lifting Ugly for anything, any reason, you can search Lift Lifting Ugly on any social media platform at Lifting underscore Ugly on Instagram, Lifting Ugly 21 on Facebook, or you can just type in Lifting Ugly. It'll take you there. Um, Facebook really blows. I went to post I hate it. Uh, that meme that I sent you that I came yep. up with after deadlifts today. Yep. I have to go post that in Axe and Sledge, and they put me on a restriction. And they're like, for the next 20 days, we're going to move your stuff to the bottom of the news feed. Oh, I was like, what assholes. <laughs> I was like, what kind of shit is that? Just because all I said was, what would I say? Is be careful after deadlifts between rough hands and chalk. Or be careful yeah. rubbing one out after deadlifts because of rough hands and chalk. You're liable to pop the top. Yep. I don't understand what is so bad. I've seen a hundred times worse. I think I'm being profiled. Well, welcome to the cyber terrorism club. Yeah. Speaking of cyber terrorism, if you have Hama underscore Hapia on your Instagram, you can be involved in all cyber terrorist network mm -hmm. activities through Alki. If you are not part of that network, then that's too bad, but you can still get a hold of them at. <laughs> Salty boy with an I, not a Y, underscore barbell. And that way you can see all of his his somewhat large tummy workouts. Mm -hmm. You can Belly's out him. That's right. Belly, there you go. That would be there's a good Instagram handle. Belly's out. Hey, I think I might actually <laughs> change my shit to that right now. I like that. You think it'll get me off the uh the terrorism list if I change what I fucking handle? Maybe. You take the Hamahapia out and then you yeah, do the belly out benching. Belly out benching at belly out benching. I like it. I do it. Oh, okay. It's okay. got to happen. Oh, that's exciting. I'm so, so look for, look for Alki at belly out benching coming soon to a phone or computer near you, mm -hmm. whatever you may use. Oh yeah. Otherwise, right now, salty boy with an I underscore barbell, and you can get a hold of him if you need. If you want to uh, get a hold of him for training or anything like that, I know he would be okay with that. I would be super okay with it. Yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna turn you down. No, unless you I'm unless you, you want on. it for free. Yeah, he's gonna turn you on <laughs> unless you want it for free, and then he may turn you down. Yeah, then I'll tell you to kick rocks. Yeah, I'll tell you to go screw yourself 
instead of, you know, in the process. With chalky hands. The video and with chalky stuff. hands. <laughs> <laughs> Once you pop, you can't <clears throat> stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. For any graphics, uh, computer graphics needs, uh, logos, any art at any of any kind, you can visit Zon. Zontopia.com is the website. At Zontopia is his social media. Um, you can check him out and the different stuff that he does, which is all pretty cool. What he takes part in. If you want to be a monthly athletic supporter of our podcast, you may do so at patreon.com backslash lifting ugly. And you can join one of the. Yeah, I mean, somebody should do it. I am convinced somebody. I think if one person does it, then it'll become, you know, you can be the, the trendsetter. Ooh. The first one on will be the trendsetter for everyone and else. Just the originator. Yes. So feel free to be that person. I I won't mind. Alki won't mind. Nope. But you can join any of the levels that we have there. Also, if you just want to do one time, what should we? Uh, they're not really donations. Support payments. Payments for to support the podcast. It's like a yeah. slight subscription. Yeah, something like that. You can go to the website liftingugly.com. There is a section there under the podcast. <laughs> drop menu you can find the support button and there are the different levels there there's the gym shark level which is your entry level yep there's the pretty lifting level there's the athletics general athletic supporter yep and then there is the lifting ugly level which you can join one or all four you can add as many to your card as you want and at the top level it's, it has a description in the description there. It does state you may receive something for donating at that level. You may not, but you also might. It just kind of depends. It's yeah, a, it's a it's risk and reward is what that is. Um, yeah, you know, I'm thinking you probably get a nice little shirt or uh, maybe a hat. Who knows? Yeah, there's there's probably something that can be tossed in your general direction. Also at LiftingUgly.com, speaking of shirts and hats, there are shirts and hats and beanies and sweatshirts all available at LiftingUgly.com. Oh, yeah. All of your your wants and needs for Lifting Ugly gear available at LiftingUgly.com. Also, I did not get the pictures up, but make sure you go to LiftingUgly.com because I talked to Maria. I have added more, a few more kids' items. Nice. So I do have a, a I have a shirt now available for kids that says my mom is lifting ugly and one that says my dad is lifting ugly. That's cool. And then one that says I'll be lifting ugly. I love so, that. Yeah. Get the kids involved. That's right. Just like Wu Tang, we are for the children. We're for the children. That's right. <laughs> And as of last week, as we were so excited to announce and put out there, the newer, newest, not newer, the newest, we have Pioneer Lifting Belts. Anyone who doesn't know about Pioneer Lifting Belts, you need to get in the know. Go to generalleathercraft.com. Check out the different Pioneer Lifting Belts that they have available. Customized Lifting Belts. As you mentioned last week, the Pioneer Cut which 
we can talk about all these things later because guess what? We have a guest from Pioneer Lifting that will be on with us shortly. Woo! And so we'll ask him some questions about the company and just some other questions that may may not be about the company. Just to mm-hmm. kind of see see kind of where what they're all about. But make sure you guys check out Pioneer Lifting Belts. Um, as we came up with, you know, Alki stated last week, they are the gold standard in lifting belts. I mean, I've had mine for a while. The stitching is still there. The lettering is still there. It's not really faded. The only thing that happened was uh, my latch broke, but that's just kind of standard, and I got one within a week. So did you still have a and, pioneer belt, you monkeys? And he has not treated his in the kindest ways either like most of us with our lifting belts lifting belts get trashed we Mm -hmm. get shitty with lifting belts you hit a good you hit a good top set you rip that sucker off and throw it you hit you miss it you miss a top set you rip it off and you throw it regardless Mm -hmm. (laughs) either way it's getting dropped it's getting thrown you guys that know you know so So for someone like Alki that's put his through the ringer and it still holds up just perfect, um, they do have lifetime warranties that yeah. are on the belts. Um, and so I guess how they do that is eventually you want to see a new belt on you, and so you buy another one, even though your other one is probably doing just fine. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. You can uh, <coughs> see, how, see, how, see how mine comes out, and then maybe we can uh, finagle a lifting ugly belt for you as well. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty sweet. Get a couple unique lifting ugly belts out there in the world. Ooh. Spread joy amongst everyone with lifting ugly weight so belts. So much joy. As soon as I get mine, I'm wearing, I'm carrying it around like I'm the fucking WWE champion. Just gonna just wear just it while you're uh, grocery shopping. Uh-huh. It's just gonna be draped over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while I'll hold it overhead. Yeah. Just be like, that's fucking right. Yeah. What is I that did thing? it. <laughs> all right well it looks like we actually like we have matt that came on matt can you hear us okay all right we're gonna i'm gonna <laughs> this is gonna sound bad i'm gonna turn him on here in just a second <laughs> so <laughs> we do we do have our guest matt from pioneer lifting he jumped on well just in time i had one more thing to do but we want to get to matt first we don't want to take up too much of his time they the are busy important. people Yes, they are busy people out there at Pioneer Lifting Belt. So, without further ado, Matt, welcome to the Lifting Ugly Podcast. I have one more. Lifting Ugly Podcast is so fresh that even Outcast admits there is someone dope as them. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate so, you guys allowing me to come on. Oh, of course, man. This Hell is yeah. you know when you guys when uh, you guys said that you would come on, man. We've been. Uh, We've been like giddy about this, you know, working with you guys for the last couple of weeks. Um, so I, I had the, the music reference. So the first thing I want to ask in your shop, do you guys do you guys play music there? Oh, yeah. What yeah. kind of music? What do you guys usually go for? Man, it's literally anything and everything. So an operation has their own set of music. It's usually like 90s pop hits and then out back. <laughs> Uh, they roll with like South Park Mexicans and some hardcore rap. And then uh, um, very rarely do they play country. Most of the time it's rap or hard rock. Good. Nice. That's, that's, that's good to hear. That's, it sh- as it should be probably. 
Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they go at it pretty hard back there in music and. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever keeps them working, right? Yeah, they they uh, awful good people back there. So, right when I was looking through your th- looking through the website, um, and this kind of resonated just from the brief brief time and interaction I've had with you guys, your company philosophy is always be small enough to care yet big enough to keep up, and. I I kind of I've mentioned before in the last couple podcasts that as I've as I've talked with you guys, your response has always been really quick. Um, and as Alkai's mentioned, when his la- lever broke on his belt, I mean, you guys responded and had a new one sent out. So and he quick. had it. Yeah, he had it, he had it in less than a week. Um, so I would say that with that being your philosophy, I mean, you guys seem to be keeping up with that pretty good. How is it that you guys kind of are able to maintain that kind of communication on a, on a small business level, but still pump out the belts that you guys produce? That's uh, that's a good question. I and mean, it's a tricky, it's tricky. Sometimes we have, um, obviously we've had to expand. So we've got used to just be me, uh, used to just be me and my father answering all the emails and, and uh, phone calls. And now, I've got three full-time customer service agents uh, along with myself on social media. And then, and we, we just grow. I mean, that's really all it is, is bring people on, uh, train them up the best we can to handle um, anything that's thrown at us. You know, problems, problems get moved to the top of the priority list. Uh, we don't want anybody, anybody mad. Right. I mean, I think that's good business. So uh, anything ever happens to any of our products, that's priority one. Uh, after that is is lead times, and obviously quality stays up there. But uh, the big enough to keep up right now has been our been our uh, probably our biggest downfall or hurdle, I guess. Not really a downfall. Uh, we've gotten so busy over the last few years that uh, it's been hard to grow in place where we're at in this building. Uh, we're, we're we're managing, but it's back to long hours and and uh, early mornings. So I, I did see that you guys added, uh, so you added two, two production departments now? <laughs> uh, we're in the middle of it. I'm waiting for machines okay. and tables to be made and that kind of thing. But yeah, we're, uh, the wheels are, are in motion. So you're going to have a, cool. a retail production side and then the wholesale production side. Is that correct? Right. Instead of okay. stopping and starting retail to wholesale, retail to stock, retail back and forth, uh, it should be able to keep everything in continuous motion, which theory, at least in my head, it's going to work out a lot better. <laughs> we'll see in a couple of weeks if it uh, if it actually works better. We'll have some kinks, I'm sure, to work out. But so then that should that should cut down on um, kind of the the time between order and and delivery. Is that yeah? That so lead times. I remember when I first started. I used to. Uh, Honestly, I used to throw shade and, and kind of hate on uh, Cardillo lifting belts because they were they were eight to twelve weeks and and like on their website like don't email us unless your order is at twelve <laughs> weeks and oh, wow. I, was, I was like oh man come on you got to at least ask where their stuff is but um, at this point I mean I get it obviously we will never say hey don't email us you've given us your money just you know be patient but um, I won't ever be that way but I do understand now how busy those guys are. Cause I, I think we're kind of feeling the same way. Um, so yes, to answer the question, it should eliminate some of that lengthy lead time. And it'll also hopefully allow for us to keep our stock belts in stock. So yeah. uh, 
those are all out of stock right now. We get emails constantly about, hey, man, when are the stock belts coming back? And I have to tell them, like, look, man, as soon as we get caught up, I don't know when that's going to be. I know we're trying awful damn hard, but uh, yeah. it's it's kind of um, there's not a set date. We just got to get all that's our kind stuff. of a nice problem to have, though. <laughs> it's a great problem to have. It's uh, you know, job security around here is pretty strong. Everybody's uh, we're not laying anybody off for sure. Nice. And so, um, are to, you guys looking to have like a bigger facility here shortly? Uh, it's in my five-year plan. It's in my goals for nice. sure. Uh, we've added onto this building twice. We've added five thousand square feet onto this building twice in the seven years I've been. Eight oh, years. I've been. Um, and we've went from seven employees to thirty-two, and I'm looking to hire four more. Um, oh wow! So, if we continue on this growth pattern, within five years, we'll have to build a new a new facility, which I'm actually looking forward to. I think that's uh, exciting. I think it's time. Yeah. Yeah, then you can do things the way you want. Yeah. I mean, we were stuck with there's certain machines that are you have to bring a crane in to move, um, obviously. So they they're centralized in our little space and we have to work around them all the time. And honestly, if we ever do build a new facility, I think efficiency and effectiveness of getting things out in a hurry will uh, will help us quite a bit. Nice. So for anyone, for people who don't know, um, can you kind of give an idea of who started the pioneer lifting belt, the well, lifting accessories, and then so who and how it kind of got started. So my grandfather actually started this business. Uh, he recognized uh, a need in the market. This is back in 1979 is when we were founded in a, in a small town in Western Nebraska. Uh, I think at that time, obviously before Amazon, before the internet, um, people had to go to a sporting goods store to buy stuff. Yeah. Well, he was a traveling salesman. <laughs> in that little region of the country where he would go to all of these little towns, sporting goods stores and sell them, you know, lifting belts. And, you know, there was obviously different products. Like he would sell jerseys to the local sports teams and hats to, you know, whatever little businesses were in those towns. So it wasn't always just weightlifting belts. And then my grand, my father and mother bought it from my grandfather mid eighties, uh, moved manufacturing down to El Paso here in Texas. And that's where they kind of ramped up uh, production on, on lifting belts, along with just back support belts. So the nylon suspender belts, remember you guys are probably old enough to remember like the guys at Lowe's and Home Depot. Oh yeah. These yeah. Are, yeah. Like, the big turtle looking belts with the suspenders. Yeah. <laughs> apparently this was obviously even before I was born. Uh, apparently we made a bunch of those things. Uh, they had some sort of government contract uh, where they were making containers full of these things. Uh, sure. So they were doing that along with the leather stuff. And then the ne the neoprene stuff, I think, got all outsourced overseas. They can make it cheaper in China, I'm sure. Um, and then from there, really, as far as the retail market and people actually knowing who Pioneer was, that kind of started when we got on social media. So when I came back to work for the family business, uh, it was in well, it was April 15th of 13. So I guess I'm going on nine or eight years, whatever it is. Um, I I realized how the wholesale market, we were, we were making a bunch of belts and for pennies. I mean, literally when I first came in, we started finding accounts that we were losing money. Every time we made a belt, we'd lose, you know, 10 cents. And then, you know, mom and dad, I think at that time, things were really rough. 
and they were just trying to muster up any sort of cash flow that they could to keep everybody on the payroll, which at the time was those two and four. When I came, there were seven employees, like I said, um, and times were rough. So I, uh, I said, man, if we could just, you know, get a website and people retail, you know, we can make one belt and make the same amount of money as it would take 15 belts on the wholesale side. You know, so, you know, if I, I thought maybe if we could sell three belts a day, uh, it would, you know, it would prop up the business for a good while until we could figure out how to, you know, be more prosperous and get on social media and that three belts a day turned into 30 belts a day and then it turned into <laughs> one, one more. So, but really so, in the last seven years, the only reason everybody knows who we are and that's social media, I think. So, so, so coming basically when you came back and in, in getting the website and social media going, that's kind of like, that's the turning point of pioneer being just general wholesale leather belt production into more of what it is today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we, nobody would have known who we were because we, all we did was make belts and put other people's logos on them. Um, we were strictly a third party manufacturer, a private label company. Um, so was there somebody that bought your stuff, like, you know, a big name, anybody that kind of got a hold of your stuff that really helped project that a little bit further? You know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with them, but you probably, you probably heard Dave Tate right under the bar. Oh, yeah. the FTS. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So they started buying our belts um, before I got here. So eight or nine years ago. And oh, wow. You know, they kind of kept us rolling pretty good. Uh, they they were selling a whole bunch of them. And now, I mean, I have NDAs, so I can't I can't say who I make belts for all of them. But there's some okay. pretty big, really big names in the fitness market that use our stuff. I was nice. going to say that was one of the questions I have because I know Iron Rebel just started using. I mean, because they they advertise that they're Pioneer sure. belts. Right. Um, Iron I think Iron Rebel Rogue uses. They sell your Pioneer cut. Mm-hmm. Um, and a seven, I think are, are some of the ones I kind of came across that you guys are of the big name people that you're actually producing some belts for. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's been four years ago, which doesn't seem like it's possible, but it was four years ago when we came out with that design with a partner of ours, uh, actually, who was just a, honestly, just a random guy on the internet that emailed me the, the artwork and just hand drawn artwork of the pioneer cut or something, you know, he wanted to make a. They wanted us to make a free belt with this little design on it. Man, we I posted that on our social media at the time. I don't know how many followers we had, you know, maybe 20 or 30,000 followers. And it went crazy online. And I was like, oh, shit, we took it down in like 20 minutes. <clears throat> I was like, dude, we're on to something here. Um, so we went through the patent process. I actually just got granted patent protection literally 10 days ago. Uh, oh, nice. But the Pioneer Cut kind of put us on the map, uh, especially now that we're protected to use it. So anybody that, you know, utilizes the Pioneer Cut is made here. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah, I know you got a, you got a couple questions there, Alkai. Yeah, um, I was actually, I was wondering when you guys' next big meet was going to be coming up. Uh, so we have our, the Pioneer Open, um, we're doing yeah. it in September again. Uh, last oh, right year was on. September 11th. This year is going to be September 10th, I believe. Um, and it's here in Coleman. We used to do the the tribute meet in San Antonio, and it yeah. was great. It was, you know, it was a big money meet. Uh, a lot of good lifters. You know, everybody from 
man, Andre Milinichev, Dan Bell, Kevin Oakley. I mean, it's really, really big name guys and girls. Yep. Um, and then we, I wanted to bring it to Coleman just because I thought it could help more people. Obviously, it wouldn't just be the upper echelon lifters. They could obviously, it's, it's like an open event the, where the trip yeah, is yeah. invitational. And I knew that uh, bringing those people to town would help our local community out as well. Yes. So I like the, the the structure of that deal. USPA Texas has been uh, extremely easy to work with. Uh, so we're going to continue that. I guess this will be a third installment of it. And but we're, we also have we're doing a big. I don't want to say sponsorship, kind of more of a partnership with uh, a guy named Eric Freeman uh, up in, I believe, in Ohio. I know one of those big okay. meet that I'm talking about is in Columbus. I don't think he's from oh, Ohio. No. Drawing a blank. But anyways, we're, we're doing a kind of the similar Pioneer Open style meet only uh, up there. So hopefully we continue to maybe pop up around the country. Uh, you know, $30,000 here and $40,000 there just to give back to them, to the community. So that's, that's been For my sure. big shtick is that rep, uh, reciprocating support. Uh, you guys show us so much support through, you know, through sales and, and orders, man, it's only right to give it back as much as we can and still, you know, stay alive over here. Well, it's nice uh, to see that, man. Cause I see a lot of like, um, meat directors kind of pocketing half of it and then not giving back to their lifters or putting it towards a further meet for people that qualify for this and that. So it's nice to see you guys doing that. I appreciate that for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's a, it's a double-edged sword, right? So those, those meat, sure. those meat just have to make a little bit of money. They've got to be able to support, you know, I didn't realize to be honest with you until I kind of got into this, how much money it takes to rent out a ballroom in a hotel or find some other venue yeah. to have you know you've got your backdrops and your t-shirts and all of this you know your travel expenses for your judges and all of this other crap so those guys you know for the most part you can pick and choose you you guys would probably know if you've been around in the powerlifting world for a while you know the meat directors that are giving back ones that are trying yep. at least oh yeah um, yep so those are the ones we try to support the most you know a lot of times the only question i have for most most people that ask for sponsorship money is where does the money go you know, that's good, I, man. I do yeah. I do understand that some of those meet directors have to have to have some of the money allocated to actually putting on the event, but I like mm. to see a lot of that money go back to the lifters. Totally. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I mean, me me included. A lot of us are you know we're a little bit on the broke side, so it's nice to have <laughs> a little bit of a, a little bit of a, uh, a prize money thing when we go through a whole prep when we pay for you know, coaching, nutrition, help, gym memberships, new equipment, um, traveling fleet fees, blah, blah, blah. It's nice to have that like little chunk of change in your pocket after you kind of break yourself all day. For sure. And you know, it's, if powerlifting wants to be legitimized as a sport, I think that those payouts are inevitable. I think that has to happen for more growth. Um, and you're seeing it more. Now. I mean, you're seeing it more now, especially with the U S open, um, WRPF, I think, has a couple of meets that are going to be pretty big. Uh, the yep, Ghost yep. Clash, I think, coming up is big. Um, there's several several big money meets, and that's good to see because, like you said, I mean, you guys kill yourselves for this for a damn acrylic trophy. It doesn't. It doesn't. Make sense. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, had high five at the end of the day. Yeah, good yeah, job. Pat, pat on the back. Yeah, like, we, we had. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> we had, we had Selena Vega from the WRPF. She was on in December. Like she just she just took on the role as the director of education for 
for there. And so we talked, we talked with her a little bit about um, their goals as far as making sure that the athletes feel like they're getting something in return. So it's not just a one-sided deal. Yeah. Uh, and so that, and like you said, then the USPA is, is also getting a lot of the promoters are getting on board with that. Yeah. Um, I, I've been working with, with Al from squat to depth on a couple of, of meets that he's doing. And, and so we're going to be contributing towards some cash prizes for some of his events. Um, and he straight up said, he said, you know, if for this much money, you know, I'll give you a booth and then your money's going to go towards cash prizes for, uh, for the lifters. I'm like, shit, I can't ask for anything more than that. That's perfect. Yeah. Al's, Al's a good dude. He's been about the same time as us and he's, he's always tried to do the same thing. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's well, one of those yeah, things that you can tell the difference between a lifter someone who's done it and not seen anything. Um, and then when they get in the position to where they can be a part of the solution, then they, they're able to, they are more than willing to jump on board and, and help out. That's, that was probably the, the one thing I kind of started way behind the, the curve there. Um, so I'm not a, I'm not a competitive powerlifter. I had a back surgery when I first started here and I don't even, I mean, I'm not strong, even relatively strong, especially in comparison to a lot of people that we deal with, um, which Fair we enough. deal with really, really strong people. So I can't really yeah. suffer them anyways. But um, I had to learn that. And, you know, and I learned that through going to meets and talking to, you know, that's one good thing about being connected is, you you know, you have conversations like these um, to realize, you know, where the weak points are in, in the sport and, you know, luckily we're blessed enough with the, with the business and some of the funds that we're able to give back uh, to help grow it. So. And yeah, I gotta say, I know it's, I know it's appreciated by the the competitors because it really doesn't matter what strength sport you're looking at. There's, there's not a lot of return for the money and the time that's spent doing it. And so, and it's always, it's always greatly appreciated when somebody's willing to, to really anything. I mean, even if it's just, you know, apparel or or you know of course cash is always nice to receive in return as well there's a i know that times have changed just because i mean even the age that i'm in you know uh, you guys will i don't know how old you are obviously but we uh i spoke with i don't want to name drop them a high up in one of the big federations and you know it was it was right after the tribute we talked and he wanted us to throw uh, why, why are we doing these big money meets? I think it was kind of the question how it was asked. And I said, man, I think these guys deserve some of this money with as much money or with as much time and effort, you know, not only that, but they've helped us out, you know, they wear our stuff and, um, you know, that leads to sales. And I said, it's right. And he said, well, how come, I think he, he ended up talking about like a national meet or whatever it was, uh, about, well, I thought you know, this is bragging rights. This is powerlifting. This isn't about money, blah, blah, blah. And I was, and I was like, man, that's such an old school view. I don't think that's the way it is anymore. I mean, I do. I mean, there is some bragging rights and there is some rivalries, that kind of stuff. And I love that. But at the end of the day, man, you can't eat a rivalry. You gotta, you gotta have some money, man. This just doesn't work. So if somebody's making money off the deal and damn sure ain't the competitors and that's what we're, you know, that's what we're trying to change. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't think many of the competitors are looking to actually make their living or expecting to make their living doing it. But it is. It's it's just nice if you if you win at something to to I guess feel feel the appreciation from from the people and the sponsors putting that on. Right, absolutely. And I like I said, and I told him I, I understood that point of view. I just don't think that's the path forward. 
No. It, I mean, you'll end even up if it as, covers as just a, basic expenses <laughs> yeah. Yeah. of that 12 weeks or that 24 weeks or getting there or whatever, like if you can at least kind of make your nut back to zero, then that's not a total loss. Right. Well, and when you, you have these other federations that their goal is to give back to the competitors, you don't want to be the federation that's kind of digging your heels in and you know, then you'll end up being le- getting left behind because they're going to be like, well, why am I going to do this? for a medal or whatever they're sure. trying to give me when, you know, I can possibly win, even if it's only like two, 300 bucks, hey, it's 203, two, 300 bucks. I mean, it's something that you walk away with. And I'm starting to see this a little bit. It's, it's making it harder for the local, like the smaller meets to get and get players to come, you know what I mean? Competitors to actually, yeah. because there might be somebody down the road in a couple of weeks, you know, giving out $10,000 or whatever the case is. So, you know, we kind of got to be careful with that too. So we try yeah, to yeah. we try to allocate sponsorship money to lots of different local little stuff to to try instead of just going all in on one meet like the mm-hmm. let's just the open. You know, those guys probably don't. They probably can't put up a whole bunch of big. <laughs> Obviously, you can't do as a competitor. You can't do five of those a year, anyways. Or your body will just yeah. Out no, on you. Yeah. Um, so I think allocating. You know, maybe a little bit more to a big meet, and then obviously still having some for those little ones, um, kind of keeps everything rolling. Nice. So, you've I know I noticed a lot lately. You've been posting um, a lot of the belts that you, the custom belts that you've been doing, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of the the things that people have put on them. So, which ones stand out? Which ones do you like? Are, do you feel are the best? Like just. The best oh, ones that you've so, done. Uh, I have favorites and bests are hard for me because there's <laughs> broke them down into different genres. I could probably uh, come up with a couple, but right now it just seems like who could do the craziest shit. It's kind of yeah. like it's, it's almost a game. It seems. I don't know if it is. <laughs> yeah, well, it might be. <laughs> I mean, at this point, like, it really no. could be. Like, what was it? Was it? How far can we push this guy to, to post in these belts? But because um, no. I saw a couple, I saw a couple weeks ago the butt stuff one, and I thought that mm-hmm. one was great. Yeah, there's there's been actually there's been a lot of those, so I don't think that's the, the oh, trying to push the envelopes. I personally, just because I guess I'm you know a part of the leather world, working world, I like the inlays because of i like the dyed stuff it's not so manufactured it's more of like a hand done deal so those they take a lot longer um but i think they turn out the way we want them to i think it turns out really well uh especially you know the rattlesnake inlays with the buffalo and you know you those are just solid <laughs> whatever you rotary stuff on the inside i yeah. think those in my eyes uh, are the coolest ones so what you're saying is the next time I buy a belt, it should definitely be uh No, you buy whatever yeah. you want to buy. <laughs> you're not buying our belt, you're buying your belt. I mean, you got a little thing on us. So um that's and I always somebody asked me, you know, hey man, what should I put on my belt? And I'm like, dude, you can put something stupid on there and get a laugh for a year or two, and you're gonna be right back getting something else. Because, you know, whatever now may not be funny in a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, it's like debating on your next tattoo. Like, it's almost permanent. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah either, that or, either that or you're coming back. And that's fine, yeah. too. I mean, really, yeah, you buy, buy a few of them. Yeah. You know, I usually I usually go conservative, like the last name or something. Yeah. Because that, that won't go out of style. 
Yeah, we I have. Think, uh, we, what's up? I was gonna say we we have a one of one of our clients, and he's a member here at at our gym. He was he's about five two. He did a bodybuilding competition last year, and he's getting ready for a powerlifting. Yeah. <laughs> so he got he ordered one from you guys. I think it was last summer, and because of his size, so his says Dwarf King on it, <laughs> which which, which we all, very which we all love. Yeah. yeah, it is very fitting. But yeah, that's been a great one, and I mean, I've just kind of seen how you you've lined some of the the sayings up, and yeah, I mean, they're they're pretty funny. There's a lot of them, like you said, I wouldn't want to wear around for a long period of time, right? But I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> I wonder if some of these people that are ordering the crazy stuff don't have a garage gym where nobody gets to look at. Yeah, it. <laughs> or can they even use them at a competition? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the conversations that would pop up in a public big gym like that would be. Uh, Probably off-putting, I would assume. You know, a little girl comes in with a butt stuff belt on, and there's going to be something, you know, come up to her, and it's going to get uncomfortable. So I bet that's not how that goes. I could be wrong, but. Uh, um, I think one of my favorite portions, like when I was going through the uh, the belt process, and just from what you guys post, you guys have the, uh, the special request thing at the bottom. You yeah. guys have people, like, spank your belt or something like that. I think those yeah. are. That's probably one of my favorite things about it, especially when those videos get posted. Has there been one that kind of like stood out to you the most about, you know, just being outrageous or stupid or whatever? There's been a, there's been a bunch. We actually, I, I would take this on, on the chin. We, we've, we've fallen off a little bit on some of those here recently just because we've gotten busy. So I haven't, you know, allocated the Fair time enough. to do it. Um, Man, cool ones like we did a 300 skit from the movie 300 <laughs> it was awesome we did one like a lion king skit and some other one i remember that one yeah <laughs> blonde where we dress up with wigs and shit because uh, there's there's some of them that are serious and that we do and i just you know and i'll dm the the people instead of putting them onto the onto the actual page you know saying you know maybe my mom is going through you know, cancer or whatever. And this belt is for her when she gets better and that kind of thing. So, um, everything we do doesn't get posted, uh, sure. but the funny <laughs> ones, they, they really, they lighten the mood up out here. I should do that oh, totally. every once just yeah. for the whole team to be like, Oh man, this is, we're not, it's not that serious. This is yeah. still fun, you know? Right. So what is, what is some of like the, uh, the pastimes of the, of your crew? Like what, do you, what outside of outside of making the belts and doing that kind of shit, like what is the stuff that you guys enjoy doing? Man, there's a so we live in a small town. I don't know if you guys are in a small town or a big city. There's a lot of us like the fish. Um, and we have some really good lakes that uh, that produce some really good uh, largemouth bass. And this is kind of our claim to fame around here. A lot of, you know, hunting. Um really just outdoorsy stuff because there's not a whole lot for us. I mean, we can't go to the movies. We don't really go. To, there's like one, one bar and anybody here doesn't go to the bar. Um, yeah. no, it, it really is. Uh, as far as, you know, lifting and that kind of stuff, we don't, other than outside of me, I don't know if there's anybody that actually trains. Uh, you know, I, I give, there's a, there's a gym in a town that's about 10 miles from here. It's the closest gym. And, you know, we had a company wide gym membership and nobody ever used it. So uh, huh. for the most part, we're, we're very focused in what we do. And outside of that, I don't, uh, I don't know exactly what everybody does. I do know that there's several of us, we go fishing sometimes. 
That's yeah, we're well. I I'm in Western Colorado. Um, he's he's out in San Diego now. But yeah, definitely in Western Colorado falls kind of along the same lines. A lot of people like hunting is a giant thing out here, and, yeah. and obviously fishing as well. Um, but I just I noticed on your on the website you guys do um, like golf golf club covers and yeah and stuff like that. So I wasn't sure if that was like a uh, something personal that you guys decided to do it because you like golfing or because you had enough requests. So, um, I mean, my background is kind of in golf. So I spent the seven years prior to being here, I was a golf professional at a country club in Fort Worth. I grew up, oh, wow. in, I played in college and, uh, I tried, I tried on the mini tours and obviously I wasn't good enough, but, um, so golf has always been kind of a part of my life. And I, it, we started that golf line right when COVID happened. And we did that to try and diversify a little bit because we noticed that golf courses weren't getting closed down, but gyms were, uh, you know, so it was more of a, oh shit, what else can we do? And right. what we do with those head covers, I mean, it fits really well into what we, what we do with the belts. You know, it's right. very much the same materials. Uh, the build process is obviously a little bit different, but, you know, embroidery, so customizing that kind of stuff, it fit. Uh, it fit with what I like to do, what I knew how to do, and what machines we had to be, you know, capability-wise. Do you guys, do you guys customize those as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've, we've done some pretty cool ones. I don't push it very much, and I sure don't push it on our on our, our main page. Um, <coughs> just because there's not a whole lot of overlap between powerlifting and golf, so. Well, yeah. That's... Let me tell you, man. <laughs> Try to hold a damn golf club. <laughs> yeah, I look I like a fucking idiot when I swing a golf club. <laughs> It's such an easy concept, and it's such a hard one to master. Yeah, exactly. I think the hardest, I think the farthest I've hit a ball is ten yards at the driving range of the friends. Just because like, I can't, this shit right here. Yeah. Work well. <laughs> yeah. As we discussed earlier today, he does have a bit of a belly that is shrinking. That's good. I, I do. Disclaimer. It's, it's getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it does it does hinder a, a golf swing. That would be sure. for sure. Um, you've seen John Daly yeah. before, right? Some of this. Well, some yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's you know, not as much well, muscle. mobility thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, did you have another? Didn't you have a couple more questions, Al Kai, that you? Yeah, I did. Um, okay. On the topic of uh, kind of producing stuff that isn't a belt. Um, so, you guys do wrist wraps and knee wraps, which are fantastic. Um, are you guys ever thinking about doing like? sleeves or anything like that or they're actually in the works uh so i've been i've been trying i've literally scoured everywhere that i could find it. yeah i don't know if it's me or not but it was breaking up anyways uh i have not been able to find an american-made knee sleeve but i did find an international supplier that i'm happy with the quality uh so nice. we're I'm right now I'm actually looking at about 12 prototypes that I have um, that I've sent out to our um, athletes for, you know, some R&D feedback, that kind of thing. Uh, I actually responded back to the uh, supplier yesterday with some tweaks, uh, design and build uh, structure. But uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty hopeful. I'm actually I've never said this before, because, like I said, I've been doing this for like four years trying to find these. I'm confident that this year we will have knee sleeves and i think actually all right uh, three i'm gonna ditch all my old shit and i'm buying all the new stuff <laughs> make sure they're good before we do any of that yeah i'll be a guinea pig that's fine with me <laughs> so then 
I'll, I'll I'll take so Alki also had a question, um, and I think I'd sent it to you yesterday that would kind of segue in from that. Do you guys sponsor athletes, and if you do, what kind of criteria do you guys have, just in case there's somebody that is kind of has that in mind? So we opened up. Uh, I call them ambassadors. Um, it's essentially a sponsorship. So we opened that up. I believe, man, it was before COVID. So it probably. It may have been 19, 2019. We uh, we opened it up to 12, and we got like fucking 1,700 emails that we had to go through and, and try to get <laughs> yeah, them sure. down. That process, <laughs> that process was, it was, uh, it was humbling. It was exciting, but also, man, it was tough to tell that many people. I'm sorry that you didn't meet the you know meet the standards right. or whatever because. I know that we left, you know, hundreds of people out there that were more than deserving. Um, but as far as criteria goes, man, we asked some in-depth questions to try to get to know these people rather than just, you know, who has the largest following. Um, yeah. Literally, the only requirement was to just be good, you know, just be a good person. Because like there's several of our, our followers or our ambassadors that they don't even have a thousand followers on across all social media platforms. So it's not yeah. about clout. It's about trustworthiness and just good heartedness and um, just being somebody I can trust with. Hey, here's a new product. I need to know your feedback, uh, nice. true, honest feedback. And all of them have different backgrounds. Most of them powerlifting. I've got several strong uh, men and women. Uh, I don't know if I have any bodybuilders, but, um, you know, different different um, disciplines that I think we all mesh really well. So there's, you know, 12 of them and one of me and we kind of put up some things up to vote and it, it, it works out. I don't know if I'll add it again. I sure won't do another open ambassador. A, a, a cat, yeah, yeah, yeah. so to speak. It just, it was, yeah. it was way more than I thought it was going to be. I didn't realize there was going to be that many people. And, you know, I know there's a whole lot of people that want free t-shirts and free belts, right? I mean, there's, there's a lot of people out there that like that. I wanted, I wanted a connection much deeper than that. Something that, you know, if I needed to talk to somebody about something completely unrelated to business, Yeah, I have no problem, you know, given Sheldon or one of these other guys that I have, you know, a call, if I'm dealing with something personal, I can talk to him as a friend. And, you know, that was, you know, it was, it was kind of hard, but we went through like two or three different steps, all questions and things, you know, I wanted to know about their families and about all this other stuff. So that, you know, there was a connection, uh, to go from there but as far as the question that that's was a nice a, process that was, long, that was a long answer but really it was just being yeah. a person well no and that's and i that makes a huge difference because there's so many companies out there that do an ambassadorship or do it's really not, no one really call there's not a lot that call it a sponsorship anymore so most of them go with the ambassadorship type of thing yeah. um but it is their their main question is uh what's your instagram handle how many followers do you have yeah and which is fine. You can buy followers, so you can yeah. you can jump your followers up. That no, doesn't mean totally. anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I I do really appreciate that you know the fact that you guys look more at the people that you're working with versus um, what can they do for us. It's you know what can we do for each other. You know what can we do to to help each other out and move and and move the relationship forward. Yeah, and and I get it. I get the only only bring on the big names. Because obviously there's more eyeballs, more eyeballs typically leads to more sales. Um, you know, where we were at at that point when we brought ambassadors in, we were still growing. 
Um, I didn't want to grow too fast because we're running into issues like we're running into now. Um, so it was, it was not about growth. It was more about, I want people to be wholeheartedly on the team, not just trying to push product. Well, not just the, uh, I call them promo code people. <laughs> yeah. Where you're just kind of here, get 10, get 10% off here, blah, blah, blah. Like you, I like the way you handle that, man. You get to know you, you get to know the people that you're going to have on your roster. They're not just yeah. random they're all fuckers. They're yeah, they're they're uh, they're good people too. I'm, I'm really proud of all of them. Yeah, so we have we have a comment from um, it's actually one of one of my clients that's a member here at the gym, who she got her belt I think about this time last year. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, she said that she just loves her belt and, and she loves knowing that it comes from the, a family type business. So yeah, she's I, and I love that and I appreciate that. That's something that. We've we've taken to heart. We try our best to to you know source everything from American made uh, raw materials. Obviously, all of the belts are actually made here. It's we're very much a family, and I, I appreciate that people recognize that. Yeah, well, we dig it, man, big time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Did you have any more questions, Alki? Um, let's see here. No, I was. We kind of just rolled through everything nicely. I like it. Yeah, I mean, as as things came, you, you answered some questions. I think that we had um, when you were answering other questions, so that worked out really well. Um, I just got to say, like, I I appreciate um, what you guys are doing. You know, you're you guys are hooking me up, and I mean, that's I can't tell you, like, I've been just spouting off nonstop about it. Just like I'm just gonna be walking around with that belt, like I was saying <laughs> earlier today, like WWE Championship, just walking around the grocery store, just held that thing over my shoulder um so I, i'm super stoked to 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 get that um we love having you guys that that you guys are willing to be a part of this and anytime you guys have anything that you you know you're coming out with that you guys are pushing um we'll make sure that we we do what we can to kind of help you know not that we're gonna do make a big you know dent in what you guys are already doing but we'll do our best. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll do we'll do our part on our end of things to, to do what we can for you guys too. I appreciate that very much, and I appreciate the opportunity to come on here and talk with you guys. Yeah, so we right have on, we, we, we do a game show, the kind of a game show style thing. If you're willing, if you're willing to be a part of it, I'm in, man. <clears throat> All right. So the game show is called White Lights, Red Lights, which I'm sure makes sense to you. But I always have Al Kai give the rundown of what white lights, red lights is. So take yeah, it away. Just a quick, just a quick synopsis. Um, for those that don't know, three white lights is a passing platform for powerlifting. Two white lights is a passing score. One white, not, not too great. That means you got two reds or three reds, and that's a that's a no-go. And three red lights is obviously terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> that, means, <yeah. laughs> that means you can go back to the drawing board just a little bit. I was hoping you were going to do like your whole like your story entrance and <laughs> I everything. Give, that you uh, know. <laughs> I give like a like a nice little story so, intro so. that I lead into the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So what I have is I have four four different things, and so Matt will start with you with them, and basically you can you can give three white lights if you're all for it. You can do two white lights if it's kind of so so. You know, all the way down into the red zone. Um, and then I try and I believe there is a theme to this. 
So if we can, if anyone can figure out the theme, then that's great. If not, then maybe I kind of force the issue. So, all right. So anyway, and this has literally zero to do with lifting. Just so you, just to give you a heads up. <laughs> all right. So the first one is dried fruit. One white light. Not a big fan. <laughs> no. Okay. Same. You go one one way. Okay. I, I had a dried banana at work like two days ago, and I was like, "The fuck is this?" Dried banana seems for like an hour. Weird. I was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know when I've seen a dried banana. <laughs> I work with a bunch little, of little tiny thin ones. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, like the okay, the little yeah banana chips. I got no, you. not a whole yeah. banana. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just well, pick that up and put it in my mouth in front of people. You're out of your mind. <laughs> Wow. If anyone would do it, you would do it, I'm sure. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then uh, with just, and it's going to make zero sense, Indiana Jones. Three whites. Indiana Jones is badass. Mm. Um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was pretty bad, but uh, yes. the old ones are Agreed. obviously fantastic. Yeah. I would say. So I'll give it the, two, what, two whites. I'm going to say that all the earlier ones probably trump that one terrible just yeah. force of a movie. <laughs> and then Indiana Jones as a character is obviously is obviously just he's a shit. I mean he's a what he's an archaeologist that can kick ass. I mean mm-hmm. where where else are you going to find anything like that? <laughs> all right, so you guys are you're in El Paso. So you're we're, we're in Coleman, so we're, we're we moved from El Paso. A little oh, okay. Here, yeah. So are you guys more inland then? Yeah, we're right in the middle of the state. Okay. So this was this and again, I, I think I know where I'm gonna what I'm gonna get. So sunbathing is the next one. You <laughs> <laughs> see, you don't you're not you're not getting it. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> I uh I don't like the ocean. Uh I don't really hang out at the pool. So I'm 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 all out. I mean I love being in the sun. I love being outside, but I'm I'm not I'm not a sunbather. Not a sunbather. Oh, oh that's heartbreaking. That's a, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, uh, Al-Kai, Alkai's originally from Hawaii, so I think oh, I know man. where he. I think I know where he's going with this one. You broke my heart. <laughs> like my white pasty skin. Yeah, I, that's that's me too. So, Alki, are you three whites on on? Oh yeah, just yeah. chilling out in the sun. You, oh, me and my banana hammock. Oh, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that if that's part of it, then I mean that changes my whole my whole thought on it. <laughs> <laughs> Went from three whites to having therapy. That's yeah. <laughs> Call them right now. All right, last one is going to be coffee beans. Man, one one. I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to grind coffee. To be honest with you, I just <laughs> so in the ground form. You, you're a coffee fan if it's in the ground form and you can make coffee from it. I I enjoy coffee when it's cold. I can't drink hot drink when it's okay. hot. I, I mean, I don't drink coffee, so I'm. Here. You could care less about if it's white or red. Yeah, I like I like my <laughs> caffeine fruity. <laughs> Okay, there you go. All right, so we had dried fruit, Indiana Jones, sunbathing, coffee beans. Any ideas what the correlation may be? No, no. Yeah, yours. Yeah, I got nothing. 
All right, so there's dried fruit, which is known as fruit leather. Indiana Jones has a leather fedora and a leather whip. Sunbathing oh, can turn God your skin <laughs> into leather. Coffee beans can be used to tan leather and preserve leather. <laughs> so if you didn't know those, you learned something today. Now you did. The process. <laughs> found the correlation there, but that's pretty good. And I don't even know why all that stuff started. I, I just started thinking of it last night, and I'm like, yeah, I'm rolling with this. Hopefully it works. So <laughs> yeah, hopefully it works. It works. It works. <laughs> and that's what I appreciate. <laughs> all right, Matt. Well, we appreciate you coming on again. Um, again, anytime that you guys have something, if you have an announcement or anything you need to make, you let us know. We can get you back on anytime. We do this once a week um, that we put this out there, and, and you know, we're we're trying to we're trying to grow and and trying to you know go along with people in the process that that we respect their their companies and the philosophies and the things that we do so we're definitely it's good to get to know you and your company better and makes it even you know more exciting to 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 help be involved with you guys and i appreciate it again uh and for sure we'll shout you guys out and try to get some traffic uh head in your direction and hopefully right you guys continue this for a long time yeah, we appreciate it, buddy. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk we'll talk to you again soon. Again, thanks for everything. Of course, you guys take care. Right. Have a good one. Later, man. Bye. All right. Well, that was cool. Like Schoolgirl giddy right now. <laughs> that, that was I, that was enjoyable. I enjoyed that. That's that was fun. From Pioneer. <laughs> so the one thing we didn't get to before is going to be, I mean, I talked to you about it. So anyone that's listening, um, I did post last week, the beginning of the week. Um, I, I know it's hard to, to come off of, you know, the, the interview and I just want to, I want to end on that note, but we do need to acknowledge the quarterly champion for the face of the week, mm. which was the winner from last week. And so that is Ethan.strong.nd. So Ethan from North Dakota, he was the winner as the quarterly champ. It's the so I will. Me. It is, and that's just I think that's what I. And so anyone who's listening that that's kind of curious, he did great campaigning on his own behalf, and so that helped put him over the edge. I gave that insight to a couple other people, and they jumped on that campaigning board. Um, but unfortunately he just, he had more people that, that came through and, and voted for him. But yeah, I think uh, the nose plugs kind of did it. So what I'm going to do is I haven't decided what yet, but I am going to send him a shirt or a hat that I do have here on my person. And I will send that to him for free. We should make a show me your ugly face, you know? Oh, that would be, that's a good idea. Okay. It's it's in the it's in the works up here is where that's happening. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, we'll get so, we'll get something like that going. Uh, so what the plan is, and this is an idea that I actually got from Christian that Christian posted, and I thought was a great idea. So we'll do the quarterly champ. So we'll do probably try and get three more done. I mean, we we started in November, so it's, it's kind of a little off. So yeah. we'll try and get three more in this year. And then we'll do like a yearly champ that hopefully by that, hopefully by that point, we can have um, enough funding coming through that we can actually um, 
kind of give a, a pretty dope prize is what I'm hoping about it. So that's, that's my plan for that is just kind of turn it into something that gets them recognition and maybe a little kickback because like, as we talked about with Matt, that's where, you know, be for the people. Money is nice. You, you get some and you give some in return and that's the way life should be. I love that. Give back to those who give to you. All right. So again, my name is Craig and I'm coming to you from. Is that a question mark? <laughs> I'm, try I'm trying to remember. I'm like, I'm running on, like, I'm running on fumes at this point. Like I just kind of, yeah. I hit like the, the super high and then it's like, Matt goes off and I'm the like, endorphins uh, are coming down. Yeah. I'm like, uh, time for a nap. Yeah. <laughs> so i'm coming to you from monument fitness in grand junction colorado so you can go to monument.fitness and instagram kind of check that out or if you're ever coming through western part of colorado make sure to get a hold of us and we can get you into lifts you can get a hold of lifting ugly at lifting underscore ugly search lift ugly lifting ugly on any other platforms you can get a hold of us there alki is available at salty boy with an i not a y underscore barbell hit him up for any training or anything that you maybe want to do with mm -hmm. him or for him mm -hmm. he's 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 a giver and a taker receiver and a thrower there you go <laughs> he's multifaceted he is mm -hmm. he is a, a man amongst men for sure i whimsical <laughs> <laughs> so for any uh, graphics needs, computer graphics, art of any kind, you can make sure to hit up Zon at Zontopia.com. At Zontopia is his social media. You can support us with monthly donations at patreon.com backslash lifting ugly. And you can hop on any of the different levels that we have there. Or you can also show support by buying gear at liftingugly.com or you can go to the podcast section of the website and there is a, um, well, what I, have, I can't remember what I have it listed. Anyway, you go to the podcast section and you, there are the different levels there that you can donate to us for the podcast at different levels. And if you go to the higher level, then you may receive a little gift in return. And again, we want to thank Matt for being on today. Matt is from Pioneer Love Lifting it. Belts. We got some really, really dope information from him about mm -hmm. their company and and everything that they're about. So make sure you go to generalleathercraft.com. Check out everything they have. Um, just They have the general lifting belts, the Pioneer Cut, which does have half-inch increments on it. They have customized lifting belts, lever belts, dog collars, golf club covers, Straps, wraps, knee, yep. knee wraps, knee wraps, and possible elbow and knee sleeves coming up. Yes, coming soon. So be on the lookout Which for those. Which I will buy. And you better believe as soon as they have those come in, we will tell you all about it. Mm -hmm. And then congratulate, congrat, geez, I am. I'm going downhill. I'm going downhill fast. Go <laughs> <laughs> get this man Con some food. Whew. Congratulations <laughs> to Ethan for winning the quarterly contest of the face of the week so he is the quarterly champ and he will be receiving a prize for his winning of that alki thanks for joining us today we do appreciate it 14 episodes in the book can you oh, believe it 
14 inches deep. Let's do this. Let's just keep pounding it in. Yeah. Week after week, after week just give it to them. Because remember, ladies and gentlemen, it only hurts if you fight it. And I love that. On that note, I say we're out of here. Peace. Peace. So fuck the blues, ain't your bad news, you can trip with the juice While I sip booze on a seven day cruise In Louis Vuitton shoes, with floozies by the jewels The good life, talking about the good life Live it up for a little while, then go to the hood To get a good wife and settle down But for now, I'm studying down Refuse to allow myself to live foul Like when I was sniffing pals Still got trials and tribulations Refinement from cultivation takes patience I'm waiting, paper chasing to get a place like Baiting, politics and innovation, business relations Built the empire from the underground, then retire Who said I was on crack? Use a motherfucking liar! See me in the trench coat, but miss the joke So fuck the hoax, my mission is this Get in position to assist my folks Huh? Get in position to assist my mother